The Captain's Run with Sam Edmund. And it is great to have your company on The Captain's Run. We've got an hour of power left in us here, all thanks to State Transport. Our people are your solution. It's time to talk a little bit of racing, and there is plenty happening and this side of things as well. We are in good hands too this morning. Gareth Hall is with us. G'day, Gaz. Hello to you, Sammy. Jeez, it's great to be on your show. Oh. It's uh, a great time of year for us racing fans. Turnbull Stakes Day tomorrow. There's a handy enough meeting in Sydney, the Hill Stakes at Rose Hill. And then next week, outside probably the week at Flemington, it's the biggest week in racing because you've got Caulfield Guineas Day and then Everest Day in Sydney. Now, before we get to all that, yes. you're hosting the Fall Lounge out of midday. Yep. The story that's just, 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 you are indeed, and our thoughts are with, with Miles, of course, yep. and his family. But the story that keeps giving yes. is Jack Ginevan, grand final leave, going out to Mooney Valley uh, to watch the races. Uh, 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 I guess a pre-match preparation that the CEO, Craig Kelly, didn't have a problem with, the coach might have had a problem with. Jack Ginevan doubled down. Of course, he came to Mad Monday dressed in, in the silks. Yep. He's since been named Cox Plate Ambassador as well. And now he's joining you on the foreland yes. at midday. He's coming in. With Huey Fitzpatrick, our digital champion. So Jack's coming into the show. He loves his racing, Jack, and he loves SEN track. So we thought it was a great opportunity just to sit back and have a chat about Cox Plate Day, what he likes there tomorrow at Flemington and have a chat about that Friday night. I've got no problems with it. In fact, I wouldn't get a kick if I didn't go to the races when, um, or Friday night and go to the trots well, before that was I the argument. on that Saturday. Was, uh, 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 look, I'm a bit like you, but the chief critics say, well, that might be why he didn't get many kicks on grand final day. Well, sometimes then you think that everyone has a different preparation. Yep. And for mine, I think you just got to be you. And I'm no athlete, of course, but... If he thought that getting out and being distracted from sitting at home, thinking about the game, going to the races, and I don't know if he, he was trying to, he might have needed to pick up some racing silks because he, he wore Craig Williams' outfit there. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. So I, I was told that he went and watched a mate's horse run, which Wayne Hawks was yeah, here. Yeah, I, I think he did. Yep. He might have done both. But also imagine. there to maybe pick up a costume yeah, for Mad Monday. I don't know about Like he, he, he picked up some costume for the. <laughs> from a jockey. So um, I, I think hats off to him because yep. I think sometimes we can be – people want to get outraged for the sake of being outraged. If he loves his racing that's what he likes to do, then let him be who he is. Well, um, he's certainly that. And the bit that yep. I love is that he hasn't just doubled down. He's now tripling down, quadrupling down. Oh, well, now he's the ambassador for <laughs> Cox Plate Day. So he's, he's made himself probably about 50000 on the way. I don't know how much Mooney Valley are paying for that yep. ambassador role. But – now, well done to him. And racing needs characters like that. We have Jack Jenkins, who UFC fighter. That's a great friend of ours on yep. Giddy Up. Um, Tom, Tommy Papley, Tommy of Papley, um, the Richmond boys who are texting in today. I think a few of them are um, in Europe somewhere. They've got their horse Sulcum engaged in the Turnbull Stakes there yep. um, tomorrow. So yeah. All right. uh, a lot of crossover there from our, our footy friends. <laughs> uh, as heard quickly on breakfast this morning, my holidays at Friday FOMA off will be announced today. So stick around to hear that a little bit later on in the show. So, Gaz, you, you mentioned Turnbull. Um, massive day at Flemington tomorrow, headlined by that very race. And what a race it is. So the Hong Kong champion, Romantic Warrior, yes. the short-priced favourite. There's plenty of Cups horses taking him on. How do you read this one? Well, he's the best horse, clearly, on ratings. So if he turns up like he did in Hong Kong, he'll win. Now, he has to carry 59. And this is a set weight and penalty race. So I don't want to get into too much um, detail with this to confuse our listeners. But basically, only the really good horses can win with a weight like this. So if he wins a race like a Turnbull Stakes tomorrow, he'll turn up at Mooney Valley, a very short price favourite, because 
um, he'll have a weight advantage on some of his rivals there from the Turnbull Stakes. I know he, he meets a different opposition with a few more competitors in, in a Cox Plate, but if he wins tomorrow, I don't know how they beat him in a, in a Cox Plate because he's a better horse second up. He'll be first up there tomorrow afternoon. And Danny Shum's a trainer from Hong Kong that's been in the system there for many a year. He's worked alongside some of the, the best trainers in the world um, in Hong Kong as their foreman, and he's travelled a lot overseas with horses. And they tell me he's a perfectionist. He's been complaining about this horses. He hasn't been eating up because he's got a certain food that's been um, made in America, and he couldn't get that food to Australia because the people making that food in America didn't want to send the ingredients to the Australian government. And so the Australian government wouldn't let the feed into Australia, but I think they've sorted that out and he's eating. So I don't know if Danny Shum's looking for a price or not, but I think he'll probably win. I don't know if you can take $2.10 um, horses to beat him. I think Chris Waller's got a great record in this race. Solcom, Ozapenko, and even Francesca Guardi are big chances. Um, West Wind Blows is an interesting runner from Europe. He's got some great form lines with some of the best gallopers in Europe over a middle distance. But Jamie Spencer is a great jockey over in the UK, but he really hasn't fired in a few seasons since he's been coming out here to Australia. So I'll take him on every day of the week, but it's going to be a great race. I, I'm just looking forward to seeing what Romantic Warrior can do, Sam. I like it. I like it. So on top of the Turnbull, there's four Group 2 races. Yes. Maybe we'll start with the Gilgai Stakes. Star Patrol, the punters elect? Yeah, he'll be hard to beat. He does have to go up a bit in weight since his last start effort in the Bobby Lewis, but he was exceptional. He went very fast throughout that race. If he can just set a little bit better for Benny Mallum in the middle stages, he's a horse that should be winning this. And he had a little bit of a throat operation um, at the end of his last preparation because he didn't really come back the horse that we thought he could. But I think that that operation has definitely worked. So he'll be hard to beat tomorrow. And then I think he's a big chance in a race like a, a Dali sprint at the end of the carnival. So he's definitely a horse to watch. Um, same as Jeek is the danger, the mare. She's had a little bit of backing for Graham Begg. Last spring, she was second in a Coolmore behind in secret. So if she returns to that type of form, she won't be far away. So, um, I give her a big chance there, mate. I like it. And the Rose of Kingston's an intriguing one. So yes. Kiwi mare, Princess Grace odds on some strong form in the group one company. Yeah. She drops back in class. She drops back to her own sex and she drops back to the 1400 meters, which I think will suit her. Um, but I don't. I think she's too short for mine. There's a horse by the name of Life Lessons. We've all had a few of those, especially as punters. Um, trained by Peter Moody and Kath Coleman. She finished second to a horse by the name of Amelia's Jewel, who is the superstar from WA. Now, I think there's too much between those two horses in the market. So I think you might be able to play like a Life Lessons each way. All right, very nice. And the Daniel Stakes? The Daniel's a ripper. This is a race that Giga Kick won last year, then went on to win the Everest for the three-year-olds. There is a galloper by the name of I'm Unstoppable that was very good the other days, had good backing. He was defeated by Archo Nacho last start, but I think Archo Nacho had the favours there the other day. In the same race, Kandinsky Abstract was beaten a fair way, but that race didn't really pan out for him as well as I think the jockey and the that the camp expected it would. He got too far back and he was on the wrong part of the track there down the straight at Flemington. Tomorrow afternoon, he gets James McDonald and he gets Blinkers. He's the full brother to Sunlight. Um, he was purchased for $3 million by Coolmore and some of the connections there in Winks. 
trained by the master, ridden by the champ, with the blinkers going on to sharpen him up, Sammy. I think he's a play-each-way Kandinsky abstract there tomorrow at Flemington in the Dane Hill. Very nice. Uh, we better finish up with the Group 3 Bart coming stakes, though, for the stayers. Yep. Any, any cups horses here? Well, there's a few that'll be trying to win this race to get in, including the favourite down the bottom, First Immortal. Now, he, if he wins this, he'll get into the Melbourne Cup. And if he wins this, I think they'll push on towards a Caulfield Cup. He'll get enough ratings, uh, rating points to get in and sneak into a Caulfield Cup. For the for the Melbourne Cup narrative, I think it's it will be a great result for the VRC and the Melbourne Cup if a horse like First Immortal, who's an Australian bred galloper, a son of Churchill, gets into the race because he's an up-and-comer. He was bred in this country. He's not a horse that was purchased by connections from the UK to compete in this race. We know his story a little bit. He won like a good horse the other day at Caulfield. Huey Bowman gave him a peach. I think he's a horse to beat. He's got a tricky gait to overcome, but he's definitely the progressive type here. And for the Melbourne Cup, I hope he gets in. And then there's a Phillies race, race number... I think it's race number four on the program. It is the Manifold Stakes. There's a horse that I'm in love with. I don't think she was given the greatest of rides there by Jamie Carr the other day. She's third up. The camp say she's a lot fitter. I thought she could win a flight stakes, but it hasn't gone to plan so far, this preparation. I think she's clearly the best filly in the race. I think she's a horse that can go on to bigger and better things. Her name's Legacies. For Rosemont start, Anthony Mithen and the team. So I think she can win tomorrow despite an awkward draw. She'd probably nearly be my best bet. And James Cummings joined us on Giddy Up Stable Mail. And you can subscribe to Giddy Up with Gareth Hall to listen to all of our trainers in the weekend preview. <laughs> but boy, he's giving this horse a big push, a debutante by Blue Point. Reggie Fleming, he's a foreman in Melbourne who worked alongside James's famous grandfather, Bart Cummings, for so many years. Yep. Said, James, I've never been so nervous before a trial. This horse is the real deal. He's, a, he's his son of Blue Point, gamble responsibly. But I think he'll be winning tomorrow. Maybe give us one more best bet just before you go. We're a bit short I think, on time. I think some... Blue Illusion yep. into Legacies. I think that's a double that you can bet with a little bit of confidence and that'll do us. And then we can sit back and just enjoy the rest of the card there at Flemington. Love it. Magnificent. Yep. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. I just quick, if you want one in the trots tomorrow night, the start of their carnival, catch a wave in the smoking up sprint, about $2, far better than his opposition, will be winning that race. So you yeah. can put that into your multi, the Melton Trot Semi. Written it down. Enjoy yeah, the form. I know you have. Enjoy the form lounge right, with then. none other. Where's Clayton Oliver going? I've got some great, I'm only joking, sir.